Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smartest Younger Lena podcast on a mission to change the way the world eats. Guys, my name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health, nutrition, productivity coach. I help people like you to learn how to use nutrition as a tool to look, feel, and do your best. Guys, today we are continuing our conversation about sleep and all the sleep tools and habits and hacks that we all need to be aware of if we want to feel and do and look our absolute best. Sleep, guys, uh, a lot of times people, when they start working with me, they're surprised that I am so almost obsessed with sleep quality. And more often than not, especially if there is a really serious problem, um, more often than not, I would start working on sleep with my clients. Because guess what, guys? First of all, sleep is when your brain recovers and your brain makes decisions. So whether those decisions are good or bad for your your long-term goal, goals and wellness, it depends on the quality of your sleep, um, your metabolism, your blood sugar control, your hunger levels, your physical recovery, your inflammation, how your immune system works, how sensitive you are to different foods. All of that depends on good quality sleep. And that's why it's important to understand how it works and what to do and not to do to have the best quality of sleep possible, right? Yesterday, we talked about temperature and how that is crucial for your sleep quality, for falling asleep, staying asleep, not waking up during the the night, especially if you travel to different locations, like, for example, Mexico, and it's hot here, right? And you might be waking up because of that, because it's too hot. And anyhow, if you want to learn more about temperature and sleep and how to adjust it to sleep better how to respect our biology uh, with temperature and sleep better because of that. Please listen to the episode we did yesterday. Today, we are talking all about light hygiene. Light hygiene is basically using, learning how to use daylight and artificial light so it supports our sleep. It doesn't disrupt it how it often happens in our modern environment, where we only now start to understand how light is powerful when it comes to regulating our sleep-wake cycle, but also our performance, our productivity, and our mental and emotional state, and our digestion, everything, guys. Did you know, for example, that exposing yourself to a lot more ultraviolet light that you get outside, exposing yourself to more of that light, it makes you hunger be less. So you are less hungry. And that's what neuroscience has shown. Um, There were quite a few studies and they showed that when you're outside a lot, you are less hungry, believe it or not. So you can use this hack already. But then let's start from the beginning of your day. When you wake up in the first hour of waking, you need to see daylight. Um, If it's bright outside for 5, 
maybe 10 minutes if it's like super bright. Um, if it's cloudy, uh, closer to 20 minutes. If it's super, super cloudy, overcast and raining, and you know, kind of dark, uh, like in the evening, then closer to 30 minutes and you're still probably not going to be getting uh, as much stimulation. But still get outside and see uh, light outside. It's very important to get outside because inside, uh, behind windows, even if you stand by the window, the light is not going to be the same. You're not going to get the same stimulation through special uh, cells in your eyes, not the same stimulation to communicate to your brain that what part of the day it is and uh, what it is the right thing to do for your brain and that, you know, this is the beginning of the day and in so many hours with your body, your brain, they need to prepare you for sleep. So you don't get the same stimulation by sitting or inside by standing by the window or being in your car. So you need to get outside. Maybe get outside, get a coffee, uh, sit outside, work on your computer or check your social media outside. Um, it doesn't have to be that it's the only activity you do. You know, just get outside. Um, in the first hour of waking, or if you wake up before sunrise, like I often do, in the first hour of sunrise. And then if you live in Northern Hemisphere, um, in a place where you don't get a lot of sunlight um, in the morning and, you know, quite latish morning during winter and later autumn months and early spring, then what you might do, you might purchase a daylight lamp that uh, kind of simulates daylight outside. So that's a solution. It's not as good as actual daylight, but it is pretty good pretty damn good, um, especially if you suffer a lot with sleep, with productivity, with motivation, with mental health and mood during winter and autumn, uh, do get it. It works. Um, doesn't work again as well, it seems, as natural light, but it still works much better than if you do nothing, for sure. So get outside for any lamp. It depends on the setting. It depends on what that daylight lamp can do, like how many minutes exactly um, you want to sit in front of it. You probably just want to turn it on and uh, keep it on, right? If you use that to get your sunlight, so to speak, exposure. And then during the day, let's continue with our day. By the way, guys, that light exposure, uh, the first hour of waking, is crucial also for your dopamine levels, for a lot of neurotransmitters that help you to be in good mood, be motivated, driven, ready to go, focused, brain-focused, uh, and productive, uh, the best you can be for your day, right? So daylight also does that to your brain and your um, state. Now, continuing with our day, expose yourself to as much natural daylight sunlight during the day, that will not only help you to stay productive through sleepy afternoon, it doesn't have to be that sleepy like my example. I noticed that if I spend um, about 30 minutes outside at least uh, during the hours between uh, 12 and 3 p.m., then I don't have that afternoon slump where my productivity dips and I feel sleepy. I just don't have it. And try it if you haven't tried it. And exposing yourself to get more light during the day will help you to make your hunger levels go down. And that it also will help you to have better quality sleep at night. 
So that's number two, you know, morning, then we have during the day, uh, sunlight or natural daylight. And then golden hour, one hour before sunset also will help you, will help your body, your brain to entrain your circadian rhythm and adjust your sleep-wake cycle um, according to sun cycle sunrise sunset and that will also help you to sleep better and that will also help your metabolism to work better and that will also help you guys to be not as sensitive to bright light at night and why that is important because bright light at night shuts down the production of melatonin the main sleep hormone or one of one of the main sleep hormones that regulates your sleep wake cycle and makes you fall asleep so exposure to bright light not just blue light but any bright light for example you have brightly lit living room and you sit there before going to bed now that gonna shut down the production of melatonin and you're probably gonna be uh rolling and tossing around in your bed not able to fall asleep um so if you do grocery shopping please do not do it late at night before going to bed if you go to a gym and it brightly lit and you go there right before going to bed also will not allow you to fall asleep that fast and you're going to be wired and not sleepy at all um, i recommend to dim all of your lights two hours before sleep or with sunset again depending where you are and how early that sunset is in my place um, here in Mexico, I didn't have a lot of control around lights, right? That's what, what happens when you travel. But I always make sure that when I move into any apartment, I actually check the lights. So I make sure that there is some solution that allows me to have dim lights at night. So I have this, you know, major lights that are barely used because during the day there is so much light. And I have these night lights that are orange, that are dim, uh, kind of something you would see at sunset. Um, and I just turn them on, on. And it's not as bright in my apartment. And I notice that it really helps me to fall asleep really, really fast. And when I go to the bathroom, for example, to brush my teeth or when I take a shower before going to bed, I don't turn on any lights there. Uh, the light from this dimmer side lights that I have it's enough to see in a shower um, and I have glass door so it helps and it's enough to see uh, in in my bathroom where I brush my teeth so I don't turn any light there and you know when I was uh, back at home and I kind of did similar thing uh, my parents used to laugh at me like you know, what's wrong with bright light? Like, uh, you know, we did it for years. But um, I did notice long ago that bright lights does make me less sleepy, does decrease the quality of my sleep, and does make me falling asleep longer, the process of it. And when my parents tried it, it also helped them a lot. And so now they're kind of the same weird light people, <laughs> no light at night people. Um, but that's a routine that a lot of people, a lot of my clients, a lot of my friends, I noticed that they compromise that. 
And because of that, their sleep suffers and their productivity the next day suffers and their mood and how sharp they are with their brain. A lot of things and their eating habits and decision making. Um, it's hard to notice in your own head, but from outside, you do notice uh, when people do better or not so well, right? So at night, two, three hours before bed, dim all the lights, uh, make sure that settings on all of your devices are set into night mode or this orangey red uh, spectrum, right? So you're not looking at bright light. You're not looking at blue light. Uh, you don't have to purchase glasses. Just uh, be mindful uh, about your light environment and understand that it does shut down your melatonin production, your main uh, hormone that regulates one of the your main hormones that regulates sleep-wake cycle and helps you to fall asleep and sleep better. And that's what I wanted to share with you today, guys, all about sleep hygiene and how to use it based on science, based on uh, research to help yourself sleep better and get all these amazing benefits. You will need less sleep, not, you know, so much less, but less. You will wake up without an alarm. alarm. You will wake up fresher. Your mind will be sharper. Your mood going to be much better. Your productivity, your motivation, everything going to go so much better. So temperature, we talked about it yesterday. Light is another major thing for your sleep quality and your health and your productive, focused, happy brain. So work on it, adjust it. It's something in your control when you have enough motivation and understanding of why it's important to do so, right? Change things and feel and do and look better. That's what it's all about, guys. So if you have any questions, please do reach out. Um, if you need um, more resources like maybe books or um, some tips or some uh, videos. Also, please do reach out. I have a ton of that. Um, if you need any advice on any light solutions, also please do reach out. I have quite a few hacks and recommendations of different lamps and other light solutions and apps to change, for example, the light spectrum on your phone or your tablet or your laptop, right? So reach out, share this episode with another person, maybe your partner, maybe your parents who might be struggling with sleep a lot and they don't know all of this, right? You didn't know all of this um, some time ago. So share. And guys, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.